Welcome to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and the new generation of matchmakers, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly six years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Welcome to episode nine of Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti, now Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we can't talk, wait to talk about love and relationships today. So much to talk about, as always. Um, how are you doing, Christina? Great. How are good. you? Good. I'm doing well. I'm so tired. I'm just generally, ex- I feel like I need, well, like. you do a lot. I do so much. I you need just, like, a month of. You Griffith of, Park last night. No, I didn't actually end up going all the way there. I was going to say. <laughs> I, I was, The traffic must have been really <laughs> no, bad. No, no, well, I went, but I, and we ended up just, um, not actually getting up to Griffith, but it's all good. Um. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been a really, really, really busy week for, I feel like, the whole world. I feel like this is just a busy time, even though it's summer and we should be, yeah, like, it's August. sitting on a beach with pina colada. Well, it is our most busy season, yeah. as we have mentioned yeah. last Yeah, well, time. it starts in August, and then it goes September, Octo- then a little less in October than November and December are crazy, too. So, let's begin with hot topics so the bachelorette mentel off. Oh, yes. I was so excited. I literally like, even though I had a million other things to do, that probably on the Richter scale of what you should be most excited about are way higher. I think that like the Bachelorette was right up there with like the John Mayer concert that I went to, which is like that says a lot. That says a lot. Um, but. <laughs> Hashtag millennials. Um, but so Bachelorette Mentel All was on. Mm. And I think it's one of my favorite just, like, episodes of The Bachelorette. Like, because it's, like, it's every woman's fantasy mm. to go to be in a room with all of her exes. And granted, these were, like, kind of um, exes on, like, you know, really quick exes. Right. But... To be in a room with all of your exes and just, like, have them confront you, confront them about things that maybe you learned after the relationship ended. So I wanted to... Well, I guess it would be every woman's dream if she feels like she's lived her life in a good way. Otherwise, that might be a nightmare. That's true. That's true. Um, But I wanted to ask the question, is it okay to be friends with an ex? Oh. Yeah. Because, like, you see with Rachel, I mean, she's, I mean, I don't think that she's, like, you know, going to dinner and, like, buddying around with these guys. But I think that, like, with Dean even, Dean was one of the last guys that she sent home. And even with Dean, I mean, I could see them being friends, kind of. Like, they kind of alluded to that they were friends. So, like, what are your thoughts about that? Is it okay Mm. to be friends with an ex? That's a great question. Alessandra, you are probing deep. Oh, I am. That is That's what I do. Yeah, that is go fantastic. deeper, go home. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there are a cordial relationship. Yeah. With your ex. It's yeah. totally fine. Of course, you got into a relationship for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. What is your first instinct about this? Let me just process it. <laughs> Yeah, and process. You You're better at processing and then speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm better at just kind of spewing my <laughs> emotional. Caustic rhetoric. Caustic rhetoric. Spewing the caustic rhetoric. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I think that it really depends on what kind of relationship you were in. Mm. Because nowadays, there are so many casual relationships happening. A lot of times, like, you don't even, if you're not, like, actually in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation and it just, like, either fades or just doesn't work out for whatever reason, I think in that case it's okay to be friendly with an, like, friends-ish with an ex. Um, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, 
I'm thinking about really my past and just guys that I've maybe dated in the past of like college years and like after college like right getting into LA like guys that I dated that it just didn't really go anywhere but we like kind of reconnected over like I don't know social media or just in some way and we kind of obviously were not right for each other but you're a great guy and I could maybe set you up with someone or I could invite you to a party like a guy that I had dated in the past um one of so I were co-hosting this fabulous um, Bel Air, um, or is it Bel Air or Beverly Hills? It, actually, it's it's in Beverly Hills. I'm sorry, it's a Beverly Hills. Um, this beautiful home in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, we're co-hosting a very small private party there right. for um, just kind of top singles in LA. <laughs> and sorry, that sounds really. What dishy. makes you a top single? <laughs> That sounds so decent. I didn't even, like, I didn't um, filter that as I was saying that. But whatever. For, whatever. For, like, six really, really successful singles in L.A. So, and I dated this guy a while ago, and he fits the bill. I mean, he's, like, a dentist. He's really cute and was really sweet. It just obviously didn't work out with us. But it doesn't, that there were no hard feelings. So I'm going to invite him to the party to meet some of the bachelorettes that we work with and some of the other matchmakers that we work with so I think that that's okay but you know what I really think that they're an ex for a reason if there was anything more than a couple dates and some like light-hearted you know light-heartedness I would say it's best to leave it in the past Mm -hmm. because when you play with fire you're gonna get burned you know if you reignite a flame you're gonna get burned okay so I mean well not like a True prophet. <laughs> prophet Alessandro. <laughs> um, so that's, I mean, you know, that's what I would say. I think that, like, the people that say, oh, my God, me and my ex are best friends, I am a little mm. sus of that. I'm kind of like, are you? Like, or do you still love him? Or does he still love you? Right. Like, is, are there still some lingering feelings there? You know, because it's hard to totally switch it off. I think for me yeah. and for the bachelorettes that I date coach, when you end with someone, you need a clean slate. Even if that person is not giving you closure or a clean slate, if they're trying to hang on by a thread, believe me, we've all been there, um, you need to emotionally clean slate them. You need to emotionally, like, chop them out. Exactly. Mourn their death um, and then really act as though they're deceased. You know, like, really, like, I always say, like, when you break up with someone, it's like a death, and you really do have to mourn that death, and you should, like, you know, have, like, whatever, whatever you need to do, if it's, you know, um, having a funeral with your girlfriends, like, inviting your girlfriends (laughs) over and being like, oh my god, and crying it out, and really just, like, getting it out, I think that you need to do that, I think that any, like, you know, it's, it's tough it's tough to maintain a friendship once you've been intimate. And even, I'm not even talking physically intimate. Right. I'm talking, um, if there was emotional intimacy in a relationship, mm-hmm. if it went beyond the superficial, right. I think it's really tough to just be friends. So mm-hmm. I think if it's, if it was a superficial relationship, that's one thing. I think we've all been in those more casual, like, dating scenarios. Or maybe dated once or twice. Yeah, a couple times. Situation. Like, oh, it didn't work out. But if you got intimate with them in any way, like if they know like about your past or things that you wouldn't normally tell people, I would say definitely be very, very careful about being friends with that person mm-hmm. um, because that also might hinder you um, with other relationships. Definitely. You know. My gut reaction is, why are you wasting your time? Yeah. Ooh. You are wasting your time. Yeah. He's not right for you. All this time and attention you're talking together, that is preventing you from meeting the right man or woman, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. Absolutely. And if you're definitely going deeper with that person, you're getting more emotionally bound to that person. (laughs) You're going deep. (laughs) In any way. (laughs) Sorry, that was really... It's different. I do know some people we're friends and we're only yeah. friends and that's different but especially if you're bringing someone on who in a relationship sense yeah. you have to be careful with mm-hmm. those relationships 
that new man is not going to like you hanging out with no. another guy. No. Nope. Absolutely not. That and new girls, woman. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's deal breaker. See, this is the thing. Like, mm. I feel like I kind of give double standard advice because I feel like if it for a woman, like I'm like, oh, we can be friends with guys, and it's like not a big deal. But for guys, it needs to be like it. It to me, that's a deal breaker. If my boyfriend is like besties or even like kind of really friends with an ex, I think that that's a deal. I think that it's that's a that's a boy by situation. I like, just, I just I've just heard a lot, a lot of it's our lot. bachelorettes talk about situations. Yeah. Where they, and I'm obviously, this is, I'm not giving names and I'm not giving, I'm fudging the details a little bit because I don't want to throw anyone under, under the, the bus. bus, but I've heard a lot of situations where, oh yeah, he had, he was still friends with his ex. Mm. I've written an article about this yeah. and they, oh, they're dating. She doesn't really hear that much about the ex, but they're still spending time together in party situations and different situations. <sighs> and then... Further down the line, she, he starts crying when he sees the ex oh at a party <laughs> with another guy. Ew! And then he's he's she's clearly upset because she's thinking, Ew. why is he still emotionally attached to her? Yeah, well, yeah. And then they end up, and then their relationship ends up raveling off, and he ends up wanting to be with his ex again. Yeah, so I would say, I'm going to say no. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so long story short. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say just, just play it safe. What's the point? I mean, unless you're a matchmaker and you da- have dated really fabulous guys in the past that you want to kind of recycle Match. for your clients. <laughs> Even so, that's difficult. That's no, difficult. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But uh, but I think, yeah. Oh, oh, that's so rough. Yeah, I think. Okay, I think we've we've yeah. run this oh. towel dry. We have. We've <laughs> we've squeezed the washcloth. So okay. Um, John Mayer was in town. We'll get to your political topic in a second. John Mayer was in town. So. I saw John Mayer on Sunday. Um, I this is a hot topic in my personal life because this was well, like also for LA, an iconic for who yeah for L A. and there were a ton of there were tons. I mean it was it was, was packed, it mostly women sold out. No, there were tons of guys there oh, because of the John Mayer trio because that's more like legit oh, and authentic. Is that like his jazz? New? No, no, no. It's it, he did the John Mayer trio a, a bunch of years ago, okay. and it was like ja- really jazzy. And okay. John Mayer's a genius. Like I said, like I said in my Instagram post at matchmaker Alessandra Conti. John Mayer is the Shakespeare of our generation. And he was one of the most influential men in my life for 15 years. As an English literature <laughs> master's student, I would beg to differ. But that's okay. Everyone's but entitled to, to me, her own opinion. You, I know. When I told you that yesterday, you're like, no, he isn't. And I'm like, Christina, that's my I, opinion. No, I agree that he's very talented. Don't be a hater. I agree that he's very talented. Well, anyway, he is, oh my God, it was to, it was to die for. I had floor seats, and yes, I'm bragging because it was, uh, it was an out-of-body moment and experience for me. But anyway, so John Mayer, um, <laughs> you he is. You seem to have is, a lot of out-of-body experience. I know. This, I, Filming for reality TV, John Mayer <laughs> concerts. <laughs> There's so many out-of-body experiences. I listened to our last podcast. Did I say that? You said that. That's so awkward. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so John Mayer um, is kind of the king of all F-boys, okay? Mm. So, well, he became, he, in his trajectory, he started as being, like, this innocent, that's when I loved him. That's when I really, like, the the EP, like, his earliest record, like, his earliest, right. you know, his earliest stuff was Love Soon, like, the stuff, like, Why Georgia, like, those are, like, the old school, right. No Such Thing, right, like, right, right, those right, are the right. old school John Mayer right, songs. Right, right. And so he started as, you know, just this nice guy in his room playing guitar. But then he morphed into, like, an infamous F-boy when he Mm. dated Taylor Swift and broke her heart. But thank God he did because Dear John, the song that she wrote, is a masterpiece. So I'm glad that he did just because we got Dear John out of that. But he really imploded. He self-imploded. He did a Playboy interview Mm. where he talked about having sex with Jessica Simpson and saying how she was a sexual napalm and, like... Just it, he, he, that was his low. Right. 
Yeah. Um, and that was like the he was the king of all f boys. Um, but yeah. my question all that is, fame and yeah, yeah. There's definitely and we see that you. though because we work with some guys who are extremely successful. Right. Some who are famous, not quite as famous as John Mayer. That's a different level. I feel he's like you know, come on. But I but we do work with men who have reached a. a, a point in their career where they have people telling them yes 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 all the time so we do see that as well and that that is another reason why it is really challenging to um to match make celebrities or high profile people because they consistently are yes to death by all the women in their lives but that's kind of off topic my question is do you think that who we listened to and kind of idolized when we were younger influences the type of guys that we're attracted to. Hmm. Also, we have another guest here today, our little blind Shih Tzu Dante. He's 13 years old. We have joint custody of him. He is a special guest. He doesn't actually speak or bark um, or see. He just kind of sniffs around. He doesn't smell too well either, but he he's an angel. He's like a little a little um, cuddle monster. Okay, so Christina, do you yes. think that the that who we listen to when we we're younger influences the types of guys that we are attracted to? in the future, like mm. in the present now? That's, wow, that's another great question. I think that definitely you see situations like the Belieber fan base. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of young women who are just these men become idols and mm-hmm. similar. For, I guess I don't know if it's as strong for guys if the women who they're listening to they they want to be they're really attracted to them. But we have talked about how you have to be careful with what you listen to, and I think that there are different people who are good influencers and people who are bad influencers, and that can mm-hmm. definitely sway you mm-hmm. to be thinking, oh, if you're listening to random rapper who's talking about I guess beating his girlfriend like Eminem something like that right I mean that's legit right. Eminem right. talks about like beating his girlfriend <laughs> like that's right. a real thing yeah. yeah 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 and I think you have to be very careful who you listen to because but like but like do you think that yeah I mean yeah no 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 I get that so I as I was sitting there standing there sitting slash standing at the John Mayer concert I was kind of looking at him and I was like John Mayer I was like this guy really deeply influenced me and my patterns of like who I am attracted to Mm. in you know in in later life um, with a lot of... Ricky Martin was my favorite. Does that It does. Dan loves to salsa dance. He does. He does. He does. I, I, I think that we are the idols. Sorry, no, but the idols that are... I know. No, but the idols that are put forth in front of us, like, they're these bad boys, and they're so hot, and they're emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. Like, John Mary even made a joke about how how horrified of commitment he is. He's like, Ooh. I rent in L.A. Like, that shows how little, how horrified of commitment I am. Wow. So I think that, like, there is an mm-hmm. element of the men that we kind of idolize and like look at Harry Styles in one direction like yeah. these bad boys they're so attractive to us because yeah. we then hear what they're saying but the problem is a lot of times the guys these men are not writing their own music Harry Styles like in one direction he did not write <laughs> his own songs like there was Harry like <laughs> like a 60 year old like guy or or like a young girl a young like girl who's right. underpaid right. writing these songs for right. them you know for one direction and like you know so I don't know I, I I thought it was something interesting to think about that sometimes these idols that we have do influence because I saw a yeah, lot of do. the guys that You're I've right. dated 
in John Mayer. I was like, I kind of understand them better and my decisions in dating them a bit better through listening to his lyrics, mostly from like his Continuum album and like the later stuff yeah, that he did. Music has a music yeah, has is powerful really intense impact. Wow, Elson, that's a good. <sighs> Think that you can, for our listeners, yeah. to put on that lens and start thinking about yeah. your life. And also, like, I've also been thinking about just music and how in an, in music generally, like, unrequited love is this, mm-hmm. like, right. major theme. Right, Like, right. every song. And Popular you feel music. this pain. Mm-hmm. And it really does kind of enhance your want for that even though that's not wow. healthy and that's not a good thing you know right so I was just after. thinking about mm-hmm. music I was really thinking about music and how it affects our dating patterns that's powerful so yeah. for our listeners yeah we want you to think about that mm-hmm. who you listened to when you yeah. were growing up which celebrities <laughs> was it Hanson you loved Hanson yes well, we, all loved Han- we yeah. all loved Hanson we all loved Hanson yeah everyone loved Hanson yeah yeah who was it? And but also, I love the Spice Girls. So I feel like the Spice Girls were such an amazing um, influence because they taught me girl power. They taught me friendship. They taught me, like, the importance of being a feminist and independent woman. Okay, well, we're talking about men right now. And we're talking about for men, for women. Just, Spice Girls. Just think about these it's people and think about your, your past dating life. Mm-hmm. See if there are similarities. Yeah. Are you going through the same hang-ups over and over again? Mm -hmm. A guy won't commit. You're attracted to that. We had a bachelorette who was in this really rough cyclical pattern Mm -hmm. where she, remember she, okay, I'm going to tell you about her and then let me know if you remember her. She dated this guy really seriously and then they broke up. And then um, she, uh, what's it called? She would, we kind of delved into her life. We're like, okay, what are you doing? She could not get over him. It was like two years later, she was still hung up on this guy. Mm-hmm. And we, I remember us asking, what are you listening to? Like, what, what type of music do you listen to? And it was like really depressing breakup music about longing and loving and missing and so that to her was a huge hindrance in right. her getting over the sky right and I'm not saying music is bad burn it like that's no, not what I'm saying at all but just be can be be objective with like what you're ingesting in your life like exactly. you know because it does affect your mood like it put on does. Moana like put on Disney you know what I mean <laughs> put it on for a second that's lovely that'll brighten your mood you know if you're upset <laughs> oh, Sandra's vitamin D. I've been staring at the edge of the water. Have you seen Moana? Oh, no, I haven't. Yes, I can remember. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. But anyway, just also another takeaway, listeners, to listen to what Alessandra was just saying. Think about the music that you're listening to. Yeah. Is it helping you or is it hurting you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Do you want to do the political thing or no? I think we talked about enough hot topics. Yeah, we talked a lot about really hot topics. Yes. So let's move on to boy bye, boy bye. Okay, so boy bye. Go for it. Dante's Dante's dancing dancing in the corner. He is. (laughs) Not, this is um, involuntary dancing. (laughs) This is animal cruelty, <laughs> Christina. Always oh, so cute. Okay. Anyway, Christina. Great. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Boy Bye, we debate different hot topic, hot relationship trigger topics. Okay. Scenario one. Scenario one. He is 30 minutes late for your first date. Boy bye or strike one. Ooh. Ooh. And you have fluke or yeah, no, no. Well, there. I just wrote that because okay. I, um, you didn't have to speak that. Oh. Like, that was like a little note for me to say to everyone. What do you, what do you think? Oh. What do you think, Christina? He's 30 minutes late. Ooh. I, that is just terrible. I don't know if I could recover from that. Really? That's really rude. I mean, it depends on what the situation <laughs> was. It depends on what the situation was, yeah. of course, but 
In, as as you were going to say, talk, let's talk about fluke or flaw right now. So, okay. Let's That's so fluke. funny. So this is this yeah. is something that I, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've all experienced this, and it's so awkward, and 30 minutes is a long time. Like, yeah. it's one thing to be 10 minutes late. It's another thing to be 30 minutes late. So this actually happened to but me. But be on time or be early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be on time or early. Like, there, yeah, definitely. But my thing with this is I always like to tell bachelorettes, is it a fluke? Or is it a flaw? So that's why I wrote fluke or flaw on the side of it when I saw this question. So is it a fluke or is it a flaw? So we that's like one of our themes. Fluke or flaw. Is this something that just happened once? Or is this something that is a flaw in his behavior? Like, right. is this a pattern that he's always late? Mm-hmm. So if it's a fluke, like, what I would say, right. it's totally fine if... A, he texts you as soon as he realizes he is going to be 30 minutes late. So maybe it's, you know, maybe it's maybe it's two hours before the date and he kind of is realizing, oh, I have a later meeting. Maybe it's an hour before the date. It might, I mean, you know, a couple minutes leading up to the date and he's like yeah. in the car. If there's a huge, you know, accident on the 405. Right. This or is LA. This is LA. Like people are late. But usually, generally, unless you're going cross town at rush hour, it usually takes a share from Clueless's dad once said, anywhere in LA takes 20 minutes. <laughs> So it takes 20 minutes. So literally it takes 20 minutes like to get, you know, most places in LA maybe 30 minutes. So like unless so but I experienced this one this I experienced this once with a guy that I dated a couple years ago and he was late for the first day and I remember I was at this Asian restaurant yeah. and I was like really and he like didn't even let me know until like the the second that I got there he was like oh I'm running 30 minutes late so I couldn't oh, even no. like do anything I was already sitting at the table so I was sitting there I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing like whatever right. and I sat there and I said you know what I'm gonna wait because I'm so hungry so I ordered yeah. so I actually ordered food Good. <laughs> And then he got there 30 minutes late. So I said, you know what? It's a flu. It might be a fluke. Right. So him I a gave chance. him a Good second chance. But right. then it happened again. And then mm-hmm. it was it wasn't 30 minutes. It was 40 minutes late. 40 minutes. And I vividly remember texting one of my girlfriends being like, are you kidding me? And I was about to leave. But then I said, you know what? I ordered. I ordered food. I got food again. And I kind of ate alone. And then when he got there, you know, I was pleasant with him. We chatted. He paid for my dinner. And then that was it. Right. You know? And I I told him, I specifically was like, I said, listen, you're, and I texted, I was texting him. I was like, I was like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm leaving. But then I said, you know what? Actually, I'm not leaving. I'm just ordering. So, like, if you want to come, great. If not, no worries. Like, I'm going to eat The here. bill will be waiting for you <laughs> upon your arrival. Like, boys, if you're four, if you're any more than, like, 15 minutes late, this is just a rule generally also with girlfriends. Like, if a girl, if you're meeting a girl for dinner and you're 30 minutes late, guess what? You're picking up the bill. You know what I mean? Mm. Or you need to give, you need to be like, Something. listen, I'm so sorry. I'm so late. Let me get you a drink let me get the appetizers it's on me Mm. but you know is it a fluke or is it a flaw for me I saw that it was a flaw with this one guy but I have had flukes like when you know a guy that I for the first time he's coming from further than where I was at so it was super easy for me to get there he was running late from work like whatever so you have to be you have to give a little yeah I would say the first date's a free pass yeah but anything after that it can be really bad it's so bad and pay attention to that men and women because that doesn't change no it doesn't that does not that unless someone has as I always say a huge conversion in their life yeah that is going to be I feel how like we talked about this before about something about being late. I don't know if something we did. along I don't those lines that. because like remember little Johnny like you know he's his dad's late to pick him up from practice mm-hmm. and then he ends yes. up like going yes. in the corner and doing drugs. So like I feel like <laughs> like it escalated. Well, I remember we had like a session we had a segment where it escalated really quickly. But essentially I think that like timeliness is so important, it is. you it know. It is very important. It shows yeah, it and if you're late, just be like, I am so sorry. Like, this is why I'm so late. And let them 
know as soon as possible. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, ladies, I'm late. I'm late. I'm late a lot. I'm I not going to lie. I'm late a lot. It's something everyone has to we work on. We have to on. work on it. But I don't know. For something with me, it just is more annoying when a guy is late. <laughs> It's like, of course I'm late. I had to, like, put on makeup and look like a woman. Like, what did you have to do? Put on a shirt? Like, come on. I just have so less work to do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But on that, I do actually pity guys because they can't wear makeup. I feel like if I talked about this before. But, like, how rough is that? That yeah. guys can't wear makeup. Like, guys can't wear makeup. If they have a zit or, like, if they have acne, like, it's over. So, ladies... The lesson here is give them grace. Give them grace. Like, <laughs> right? Like, and guys have pretty good skin. I can't remember. Maybe it's because they don't wear makeup. But they have, a lot of guys have good, better skin mm. than it. Because a lot of times, like, I don't know. But I really, like, oh, my gosh. Amen to you, boys. You don't you don't wear makeup. You need to just work with what God gave you. Oh, that okay. would be so rough for me. Scenario two. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dating for a little over a month. But you are noticing that he only sees you every other weekend because he is either quote unquote working or quote unquote visiting his family. Well, very valid excuses. <laughs> Boy, bye or strike one. Christina? This is what I will say, and yeah. I've talked about this a few times. A relationship should build in the amount of times that you're seeing each other. Mm hmm. In the beginning, every other week, maybe that's how you start out the relationship. You don't need to see each other every other week. But that's, I would say, first or second time of seeing a person. Mm. If he is serious and you are serious about mm -hmm. wanting to see where this goes, you need to see each other more. Mm -hmm. Unless both of you are on the same page, you both have crazy work schedules, mm -hmm. but you're emailing constantly. I've, mm -hmm. We've had bachelors and bachelorettes. Texting. Who are no one's emailing? Who are well? We've had bachelors and bachelorettes who oh, prefer are write emailing. longer emails. That's the older set. Yeah. I've never met a twenty-something who's emailing a guy that they're with. I do. Emailing? Yeah, I have friends who. It's bizarre. You hang out with a weird do. group. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, close friend. If you. Were I'm totally no. To I'm that. so joking. That's not. It's not. It's not a weird group. I just have never heard of that. Of emailing. Yeah. Well, it's a good way yeah. of. Oh my god, that was so offensive. Write. I'm so sorry if How they write, people what are they're emailing. Thinking. A lot of times we don't have to write out full emails to yeah. but it's a nice way to, to Okay, discern. I'm gonna answer this question now. So ladies, I'm gonna be real with you. If a guy is interested in you, he will wanna see you every week. Okay? At the minimum. Yeah. He will wanna see you every week. Yeah. You know, like it's just that's the reality of the yeah. situation. Yes, he could be busy. Guess what? I'm the busiest person that you will ever meet, but I make sure that I make plans for things that are important, important. to me. Right. And a man, if a man is in a place where he values you, values, like, wants to see you, is thinking that this could go somewhere, right. he's going to make time in his schedule to see you. He won't need to, like, if a guy's making excuses left and right, I know. and being like, he's a bare minimum bro, yeah. and you deserve more than that. You do. Get out. Get out. Oh, and I, the, I've like, I've been become a recent transitioner in this yeah. because I've just seen so many of my girlfriends deal with this of these guys that are stringing them along and like making them feel as though like, okay. And listen, there are certain situations where you are busy, but like if you, I remember I was dating a guy and he clearly was into me. Like, you know, girls, when a guy's into you, you'll know he's into you. He's texting you. Um, not a, doesn't have to be every day, but he'll be texting you very regularly, not making you wait, you know, a day and a half to reply, which right. in if the past I would have thought is like, okay, but no, like 24 hour window, like, come on, like yeah. get on it boys. Like, and, and, but if he, like, I remember in the past I dated a guy and he, um, 
definitely totally was evidently liked me because he specifically knew he was going to be out of town in on the weekend. So he was like, what are you doing Tuesday? Like, let's make something happen during the week. It's not an ideal night, but like, let's make this happen. I want to see you before I go. Beautiful. And that is beautiful. So if a guy and but you know what you can do also, because most of the time when you're in a situation like this, you actually like the guy. You need to be very like straightforward with him and be like, listen, I want to see you every week. Like, just tell him that. Like, I want to see you every week. And then be like literally physically say that. And if he he might make a change, he might be like, oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. I want to see you every week. If this is only if he's been showing it's been less regular. Yeah. Yeah, You you don't need to say that. Every if, week. If he's, he's no, if he's if he's stepping you. it up and if he's pursuing yeah. you, but if he's not and if he's giving you these excuses and you feel like he's bare minimum broing you, yeah. then I would say just be like be like I want to see you every week. Like you can say it in a cute way, but right. like I want to see you every week. Like I I feel like I don't see you. Pull the whiny teenager. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see you every week. Oh God. Oh, I'm just so over that. Like, yeah. well, I'm over it. Like, yeah. if we're at a point in our lives where time is precious, and if a guy is not stepping up his game, you deserve to be with a. a there are so many other guys there who are. will. Yeah. Girls, if you're with a guy who is not stepping it up, understand that there are five other guys who will step it up. You just need to give them the opportunity to do it. And that is, you can give them the opportunity by emotionally shutting down with this other guy. You may have to be like, listen, this is not working for me or whatever. Um, after you tell them the Yeah, after you be like, listen, I want more. Wanting to see you every week. <laughs> I want to see you every week. Then you can like, anyway. So, yeah, I think yes, that's true. That's and say. as I said before, a relationship can is going to build in communication. Mm-hmm. Maybe initially he's not texting you every day, or maybe it's yeah. you're you're start, just starting to get to know each other. That's okay. Yeah. But if it's going on week after week after week of of inconsistent mm-hmm. seeing each other, that's a problem. The number one most important thing in a relationship is consistency. consistency. We always say this: mm-hmm. consistency, consistency, consistency. Any guy can be an amazing boyfriend, potential boyfriend for one night. Any guy can be amazing for three dates. It's what happens after that that really shows if they're going to stand the test of time. Okay, last scenario. He curses consistently. (laughs) Boy, bye, or strike one. Christina? You want me to answer this one first? Okay. (sighs) I think that show... Well, the words that you're speaking are coming from your heart and the heart that you have. And I think that is a huge red flag if someone's cursing consistently. I think they need to clean up their speech. It's not professional. It's 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 definitely not respectful. And we, we talk to our bachelors and bachelorettes mm-hmm. about this, that people see you in the way that you speak. If you're speaking with lovely words, they think a certain way of you. And then if you're speaking with dirty words they're thinking another thing about you it's important to think about what you say before you say it and that also shows if someone isn't thinking before they're speaking that also shows that they may be rash in other areas of their lives I think that cursing while some people might not think it's the biggest deal in the world I think it points to other areas that are unsettled mm-hmm okay um I would say, I mean, I remember when we were younger, we both went through a cursing phase. We, you did too. You did too. We both did. You, we both did. What? Yeah, we both did. It was when it was cool to say kind of words that were just like bad, like bad words. Like, I don't know. We both did because I remember it. And I think that our mom was amazing. Yes. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, do not yeah, use those anything. words. Anything. Our mom like, would not tolerate. Oh my God, she doesn't tolerate anything. 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 Even, even freak. A freak or a something. Word. What was it? Like, <laughs> freaking, freaking. And she would say, don't say that, Alessandra. Yep, the littlest so thing. The freaking blah, blah, blah. Don't, Alessandra, don't say mm-hmm. that. So we were raised in a, in a impeccable very... Language. Impeccable She's language. Impeccable language house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Person. Two persons. So... 
I mean, I think that it does, if a guy's cursing, it shows that he's just not that refined, you know? And I I don't, I don't, I'm not attracted to that. Like, I don't like a trucker mouth. But I I, I do think that, um, and if a guy, you know, is... I mean, I don't think it's like he's an awful person. Maybe he just wasn't raised with in the same way that you were raised. And you can draw attention. Like if it's something that he like, he's like, oh, F-U-C-K, like whatever. Like when he's frustrated or something and, and, you know, you can be like, Oh my god! Like I can't, I can't with cursing. Like I hate cursing so much. Exactly. If you just say that, like, be like, oh, I can't with cursing. Like it's just so gross. Like it's it's not appealing to me. But then like up up him on something else. Be like, oh my gosh, the way that like you, I don't know, like you're just the so food you're was so, so masculine. Good yeah. So <laughs> like you're so it. masculine. The food was so good. You know, <laughs> like yeah. Compliment him in something else, but definitely don't be afraid to be like. I hate cursing so much. Like, it's like burns my ears. You can right. say something right. really dramatic. So give him a yeah. chance. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. You don't he know. He might change. It's, yeah, he might just stop cursing. Right. I mean, and maybe it's not know. that hard. Some people I've yeah. seen that it's impossible to get them to stop. Yeah, some people are just blah. But, you know, that they're best suited with someone who also curses right. so but you know if you don't like it it's not your thing then look for someone who doesn't you know? yes and for everyone it's good to speak with beautiful words yeah. I think people know I dates. think people know that I think that it's that's kind of a given like speak you know don't curse especially with you know for anyone anyway welcome to our final segment mansers even though you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast, we actually have a ton of male listeners. We wanted to make sure that their voices were heard, so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week. Okay, here we go. Hey, Allie and Christina, your podcast is surprisingly amusing and informative, even for a guy. <laughs> I have been having the same issue for years. I am the good luck Chuck. Every day time I date a girl more seriously we break up and the next guy that she dates she ends up marrying I am looking for a serious relationship but it feels like when these girls are with me they are F girls but the second we are done they get serious what do I do thanks good luck Chuck Christina what do you have to say about that I think there are two ways of looking at this Mm -hmm. one of the ways is that and I think you'll you, you might be better at speaking about when the women aren't are the ones who are ending the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about when you're the one ending mm-hmm. the relationship. Okay. Because we have had bachelors who have dated the wrong women, and mm-hmm. they end up dating them, dating them, spending maybe years mm-hmm. dating these women, and they're not actually the right women for them. They'll, mm-hmm. they, they have issues, whether it's alcoholism, whether issues that he cannot solve Mm -hmm. but you need to know that that is something that isn't going to create a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. and focus on a woman who has her life together so it's more about filtering filtering it's about filtering the women that he's dating right and not just jumping in in exactly an attractive woman just because he's like oh she's really hot and like we get along okay it's about figuring out what her values are what her character is Mm -hmm. what her morals are right exactly that's what you're trying to say yes it is Okay, yeah, I like that. I think that that's really good. I mean, for me, like, when I read this, I kind of see that this guy is, um, it's, he's not, um, I, I see this that he needs help in the way that he is handling his relationships and in the way that he is making himself not the guy. Like, he's making himself kind of, like, the friend guy and, like, not the guy who is, um, you know, who's right. going to be, like, the long-term, like, oh, my God, love I'm in love with life. him. Like, right. you know, he's kind of the wishy-washy, like, oh, he's nice. Like, he's really nice. Like, that's kind of what yeah. I see. He's kind of the nice guy. Right. And he then the next guy. Place yeah. So what I would say, I mean, there are definitely strategies that – nice guys can use not so that they seem like okay f boys in general are awful we hate them obviously all women hate them but 
they're there, they're so popular, and they really sting women for a reason, because they have these kind of player techniques that actually work, you know, and... I'm not saying for nice guys to, like, become players and be dating five women at once and, like, sleeping around. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But there are definitely different little things that guys can do to make themselves seem more attractive to women during the courtship process. Because you need, even if you get along really well with a guy, if that attraction and a little bit of longing isn't there, it's, it's... null and void for a woman a woman needs to be wanting you a woman needs to feel like oh my god like oh excited when she gets a text from you like so there are little things like even something as little as not replying to her text immediately like giving it a couple hours scientifically that has been proven to heighten attraction of the receiver of the text message I do this with everyone and it's not because I'm trying to be more attractive it's just genuinely because I'm really busy but For women, ladies, that's inherently sexy to a guy because Mm -hmm. men want a woman who their whole life is not this guy. They have a whole life going on. Probably the most common thing that a man says when he comes into our office Mm -hmm. is that he wants a woman who has something in her life that she's passionate about that is other than him. Yeah, and for guys, the same thing. They say they want a girl who has something in her life that is, you know, more... Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, yes, women, women, women when beautiful, beautiful women come into our office, like, I'm thinking of a couple really, like, of the really gorgeous girls. You know what I mean? The ones they're that... they're all gorgeous. No, I but the know. Ones the too. ones that I've been like, oh, my gosh, right. they're so beautiful, like, model status ladies. Right. And I'm like, what's wrong with the guys that you're dating? And they tell me it's too much too soon. Mm-hmm. They get obsessed. They're doormats. These guys are, the, the girls are like, oh, whatever, I can, like, walk all over him. Like, you know, they mm-hmm. the women start to take these nice guys for granted and it's that when a guy does not show his power and his assertiveness that's when that comes into play and also when a guy is too available that comes into play as well so for guys it's important like I said one of the strategies texting is great because you can like chill you can like chill for a little bit send a cool quick text you know very very much playing it cool um I mean listen some girls like constant communication I actually enjoy like I think it's nice when a guy is texting you a lot I kind of waver like it depends on the day Like some days you, you know, you do want to, if you're with someone, you like to hear about from them. But initially, like during the courting phases, it's okay to like play it cool a little bit. Like wait a couple hours. It just may raise a few eyebrows though if you're texting all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, do do, do you have have, have, have a job? (laughs) So like, you know, chill out on the texting. Also, um, when it comes to uh, like asking her out, you know, it's... It's being very firm about, and in kind of in the way that you date, it's about being assertive. It's being intentional and assertive. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking her out for a reason. Yeah. You saw something in her that you want to see her again. Your time is precious. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, we're going to, yeah, great. Are you free Friday night? Awesome. This is what we're doing. Not wishy-washy. What do you want to do? I don't know. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, so have a plan. Be a man with a plan. You know, act out that masculinity. A lot of f boys, they they know what they want and they say what they want and they get what they want. So you can take that from them. Know what you want, say what you want, and get what you want. Um, when you are, you know, when it comes to uh, the sexual element of the relationship. If you are waiting, which is great, you still should tell her. Yes. Like, I think I you should be like, you're so hot. Yeah. Like, it, you're so hot. But I, I'm waiting until I'm in a relationship to have sex with you. Right. Like, or if you're, whatever. Yeah, or or uh, marriage, or you know, engagement, whatever, whatever it is that you're waiting for. You just need to be. Ver- you need to verbalize it. You need right. to be like, listen, I've I've slept with girls in the past. It didn't work for me. I doesn't it doesn't change the fact that I think you're hot and I you know obviously want to sleep with you but I want to chill on that and wait until you know it's it's something that that's official or whatever your limit is 
So it's genuinely just kind of acting out your masculinity a bit more and being more, being a little bit more hard to get. Because if you're too easy to get, the girl's going to take advantage. She's going to think, oh, whatever, he's fine. But if you even, like, don't text her for a day. Like, if you feel like you're, like, being taken, whatever, just don't text her for a day. Mm -hmm. It's not a game. You're just like, oh, whatever. She's taking me for granted. I'm just going to, like, chill. Mm -hmm. And then then text her, like, midday the next day. Like, you have to play a little bit of game. Like, you can't just, you know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds awful, but a girl needs to feel like she wants this guy. If he's just there on a platter, you know, it's like, okay. I think we've offered a lot of, you've offered a lot of great advice. But anyway, but but for the nice guy, for the good luck Chuck, listen, there are some really great girls out there who don't need any games whatsoever. So it may be for you that you are just saying no, 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 and then you'll get to the yes. You know, because some, if some guys are like, I don't want to do any of this BS. I just want to be with someone who doesn't care about that then be with that girl just like it just if you sense that this girl is not like loving you for who you are and really valuing you for what you're bringing to the table move on meet yeah. another girl i've heard of some women yeah. who want calls every day yeah Different. i mean There's there are some elements women who really yeah want that. some women love that and you know others don't but whatever you know it's it, you're going to mesh with the right person it's just kind of say like think of your love life as like a ton of like stick figures of women and you have to just cross out a lot of the stick figures to finally get to the one that's like your person you know what I mean so just like keep crossing out until it's your person you know so anyway hope that helps wonderful and then we're going to just move on to catching up with the Contis what's going on this upcoming week for us yes so, Christina, what's going on with you? Tonight, we're going to Wally's yes. in Beverly Hills yes. to get a drink with our like the bi- former the most colleagues. amazing girl boss mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Well, in Beverly Hills, actually. She's so fabulous. She's like this top manager for all these actors. So, that will be really fun. Yes. Um, her and, and, I mean, both of them. Yeah. Um, both. Her and her assistant. Yeah. No, I don't think the assistant. I think no. she is. Is she? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. They're very, both amazing yeah. they're like incredible Both power women power women mm-hmm. um and then um what else what are you doing this weekend i'm going to theology on tap oh on Sunday. is that your big plan <laughs> that's cute so. that's my main i might get a facial on saturday oh so, so good. Have, i always have date night with dan on saturday night Aww, so, so we'll cute. probably go to dinner or dessert oh i love it I'm going to a salsa birthday party on Saturday night. I literally have a birthday party every week. Yeah. So I'm so excited about that. I have not salsa danced since we went to St. Martin and, like, took classes of salsa classes. Wow. That's a long time. I know. I haven't been in a while. So I, I, you know, I'm excited. It should be really fun. Um, I'm sure other things are happening, but that's, like, my big activity. Oh, and then we have a welcome to Brentwood party for one of my girlfriends at one of my other friends' pools. So, yeah, that will be – she's opening her home to us to welcome one of my friends, Kelly, to the neighborhood. But anyway, guys, we hope that you enjoyed um, Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Definitely um, follow us on Instagram at Matchmakers in the City. Um, and then our separate Instagrams are Matchmaker Alessandra Conti Ma- and then Matchmaker Christina Conti. And then be sure to check out our website, www.matchmakersinthecity.com. Sign up with us if yeah. you want. And also go to our Twitter, which is at Matchmakers ITC. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. For more information, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.